I bet when we watch it now, you're so disappointed. It's going to look really naff. It's going to look rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably best to stop now. <laughs> I just know. Oh, okay. That, well, that leads us on merrily to this week's podcast, folks. Hello. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that preamble of us rambling on here over here at Spectrum Days, the channel that likes to review uh, films. This is our first one. And games. Uh, well, I say review, more sort of try and remember them. We are two old farts from back in the day. Uh, most of the information that we impart on this channel is, of course, terribly wrong. And most of it, that's because we're, we can't remember anything. We aren't experts. We're just doing it from our memories. We usually then take a pause, go off. And in this case, we'll be watching Robocop and then coming back and seeing if it actually matched any of the memories that we come up with in the first half of the podcast. So, Chris, yeah, Robocop. You remember Robocop? Yeah. The film, that is. Yeah, I remember Robocop. No, he was a nice chap. Robocop, good bloke. Met him, met him, did you? nice <laughs> um yeah so uh, we think this came out in 1987 in the cinema uh, again you may be wrong 1988 <laughs> on vhs cassette which is in the uk and that is of course what is the most important one for us because yeah uh we were about 14 and i don't think we were sneaking into the cinema to watch robocop we would have had no. to have waited for it to come out on video video cassette um so yeah, I guess that's where you saw it, right? On VHS, were you allowed to watch yeah, it? Yeah, this is really weird. I think we might have vaguely mentioned it. We did review the game Robocop, which I'll put the link in the description box below. We might have vaguely mentioned this weird phenomena that I don't suppose it's entirely unique to Robocop, but certainly seems to be one that I've noticed other people have got much the same story, other podcasters youtubers when they talk about robocop they all say oh yeah i watched that when i was 11 or it seems to be universal that for some reason this really rather violent <laughs> disgusting full-on gross death-filled torture-filled drug-filled film <laughs> was watched by most people under the age that it was actually required to be to actually watch it um and i distinctly remember being one of those lucky i suppose kids who i was with i was with my mum rather than my dad and mum usually when we went to the video shop all of us would go so i don't know where dad was probably as we've mentioned before we've both got uh, famous parents who go off playing gigs in their famous bands <laughs> uh, we were often we were often left left to our own devices which is probably why we watched video nasties <laughs> and um well our mums had affairs or whatever it was they were doing <laughs> <laughs> none of this is true of course um, <laughs> i assume i don't remember um uh, i i do distinctly remember going to the video shop with my mum and I, I, you know, did the usual looking around the shop for far too long. She probably just got a bit fed up. But I remember picking up Robocop and looking at it. And I think she might have, might have instigated it. As I say, I think it might have been like, oh, yeah, she wants me to get out of the video shop. <laughs> Do you want to watch uh, this one? Yeah, why don't you get that one sort of thing? And I was like, really? She went, yeah, yeah, of course. And, right. and you know, went and paid the two quid or whatever it was to rent it for the weekend or whatever. 
And uh, next thing you know, I'm watching some guy splatter over the bonnet of a car and somebody else having their arms and hands shot off. Oh, and and the um, the vat of acid, when he kind of drops in the acid yeah. and comes out with it, and his fingers, like, it looks like these sausages, like, hanging off his fingers yeah. as they stretch out, right? That was the bit that... Help me, help me. <laughs> Splattered by the car. It's hilarious. Well, yeah, pretty much. I, I, same sort of story. I think we went down to Blockbusters. I think we got this from Blockbusters in our town. There was a Blockbusters, and just a few doors down, there was an independent video um, rental store. But I'm pretty sure we got this one from um, Blockbusters. Um, yeah. And in my memory, we did a double double header there that 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 day we got uh, predator and robocop that's what Ooh. i remember but that is a that is amazing i mean yeah if i if, if that really happened because who knows i may have just invented this memory um <laughs> but my in my memory we went into blockbusters something had happened because i can't even find you know we do do a lot of research for this and yeah. i couldn't um i can't find what date what month of the year it came out. But I think we were back at school. But I got a feeling that something had happened. Some We'd been okay. Something had happened, like good or something at school. And we were allowed to get my brother and I. So I was 14. My brother would have been 11. I mean, so yeah, I'm pretty sure Whoa. John would have watched this when he was 11. And I got this feeling that we got Predator and Robocop at the same night. Wow. And I distinctly remember... The guy working in Blockbusters smelt like he hadn't bathed or showered in about three weeks. It had a really funny smell in that Blockbusters that day. Uh, yeah, I, I well, I did also live in the same town, and yes, I agree, that Blockbuster always stank. Oh, right. <laughs> Is that the, uh, yeah. So I've got this kind of this memory of a smell and Predator and Robocop being rented on exactly the same evening. Um, there's no way we watched both of them the same night. I don't know how many days did you used to get VHS cassettes out? How long? How... I want. I want to say it was overnight, and you had to take it back the next day. But the one I, in the, ta- the one of the story I was just saying about was our little independent one in the in the small town that I lived in before moving to where you yeah. lived. Um, and I got a funny feeling that was overnight. I, I think if you if you got it the weekend, I think you could drop it in on the Monday, so you might sort of get, you know, Saturday and Sunday. Right, out of it, I right. Think. But Because um, we used to also get a, um, a video van. A van used to come around our neighbourhood, and you'd get... A, and I think you'd have those quite a few days, because he wasn't coming to, to the streets every day. So the, uh, it'd be like, you know, an ice cream van... But it's the video van man. The video van man's here. You know, everyone goes out the street, go in the back of the van. He had all the covers all sort of like stuck up on on the on the inside walls of the van, and you would uh, like uh, select your film. Uh, that was pretty good. You know, that was uh, your films delivered to your door before anything like uh, you could uh, before you could rent DVDs and get them sent to your to your house, right? So anyway, I, I digress talking about video shops <laughs> but i'm sure the people who listen to us all love uh they have i'm sure they've all got fond memories of uh, going into blockbusters and and vhs stores but yeah robocop um from what i remember it was a great film i was a bit of a fan of 2000 ad judge dread uh and i know there's lots of kind of rumors that people thought that it was um the film was inspired let's say by dread um 
everyone seems to deny that you know there's no uh, that it wasn't a script thought of for dread but then became robocop or anything like that um doesn't help that one that there is a kind of um sculpture online you can find a, a sculpture of um the robocop suit and someone thought it'd be hilarious to sculpt like the the torso and, and i think that the head of um of judge dread on it so that didn't help any of the rumors uh but they were <laughs> but they're both dystopian you know slight into the future um concepts where there's a um you know uh, a person who is judge jury and executioner uh mm. walking the streets and dispensing justice uh so a fascist a fascist sort of society really but when we were 14 i don't know if we ever thought of any of the yeah the commentary of what it was the commentary that Robocop was making on, on um, you know, uh, the commercialization and, and you know, advertising and 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 uh, the industrial military complex and and the way policing works, etc. I don't I don't think we thought of that when we were fourteen. It was just like, oh great, there's this robot with a big gun. Yeah, I I think it's also partly perhaps one of the reasons why a lot of people got to see it because let's face it if you can try and delete that memory we obviously all know very much about robocop now it's ingrained in us but the word robocop it sounds childlike it sounds like it's a kid's thing if you can get past as i say remembering it actually as being a violent 18 film i wouldn't be too surprised if parents looked at it and thought oh yeah that'll be all right because it sounds like a kiddie sort of film anyway yeah looking on i mean even just the wikipedia entry entry for the for the film it did get a lot of everyone sort of laughed at the name right robocop mm. it doesn't sound so um it doesn't sound so um so silly to me i don't know why i don't know like you i think at the time many people criticized the name yeah they didn't take it seriously i guess for that but i don't think well, it's it, not like it's not like Predator, is it? I mean, that that sounds like it's going to be an eighteen. Yeah, RoboCop. Yeah, maybe. Predator. Yeah, I mean, maybe. You know, take your, which one sounds like the more violent film, <laughs> RoboCop or Predator? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, they, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could, could you remember seeing a trailer for it? Then why did we want to watch well, it? I, I, back then, you sort of did see trailers, didn't you, on videos? I mean, you, you, anyone who's distinct possibility that might be some young person listening to us who doesn't, has never watched a VHS, particularly a, a rented VHS, not one that you necessarily purchased. I mean, even sometimes they had adverts at the beginning, but one you'd rent from the video shop, which they were sort of paying sort of between 60 80 hundred pounds weren't they than the you know, yeah. actual video shop pay for them well they were chock full of adverts at the beginning you'd probably have what maybe four or five trailers yeah at the beginning on a on a video cassette at least I mean, it's, yeah. it is possible i i as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast we are doing this based on on our, our memories the whole point of the podcast is we try and try and remember something and i don't remember where i heard about it i don't remember whether i I don't remember whether it was a trailer or I doubt it would have been in the cinema. Well, I didn't go to the cinema much at that age. Well, when I was late, later teens, I did, but not then. Well, I did ask my dad because I think when you're 14, you don't really 
think of your parents perhaps as a, as autonomous human beings. They're just there to serve all your needs, right? <laughs> drive, drive me here, um, make my food. This is why you say such some nice things about your kids, is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I did say to my dad, I said, well, why did you let us watch Robocop? And I think his response yeah. was, because I wanted to watch it. Right. So yeah. that's, yeah, pro- yeah. well, in your case, you said your mum's let you, let you have it. Maybe kids at school were saying it. But I think, I reckon we went to the cinema to go, you know, there I am in my memory. was like, oh, yeah, I'd been good. I'd been a good boy. Mum and dad let me watch Robocop. When the truth mm. was, my dad had seen a trailer and he wanted to see Robocop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, so I reckon we watched it probably because my dad wanted to watch it. I love Judge Dredd. I like that kind of concept as the um, future, um, the future uh, bleak kind of looking world and um, concepts of justice and, and all this kind of sort of stuff. But like I say, I reckon all the social commentary is actually, um, if we watch it now, maybe we're going to spot like a lot of things that they talked about then and have come into fruition. I mean, I personally live in the US. So I think if I remember, I think there was a lot of running kind of, not exactly gags, but um, things in the film from what I remember, like into it like inserted into the film there was almost ads well, there was a new there was news yeah. broadcast which i think actually starts the film doesn't it don't they start with the news yeah. broadcast they got a sort of um american chinese news reporter and a lady reporter i seem to sort of doing the is it detroit is it you said yes detroit i think it's in detroit and then, then it's got I the, what the news is called but this that might be called detroit news or i can't remember what it is something like that but but yeah they, it cuts to them and then you see the adverts i remember there was an advert for sunscreen well really so it was setting up that the sun was so bad then that you couldn't right. go out in the sun for more than two minutes so they got this beautiful woman comes and sits by the pool and she's covered in this special sunscreen and it's green or something. I, that ring <laughs> I very bell that. that it was such a, such a terrible, I'm sure there was one. And, and the, and the car, the security system for the car. Do you remember that? No, I can't remember that. So it was, instead of like just a car alarm, it, it actually electrocutes you. So you, <laughs> you. You go up to the car and and it's not your car. It electrocutes you or something like that. I seem to remember it. So there, there was quite a few sort of dystopian, violent, terrible adverts of making it. It was a quite an awful world. Yeah, yeah. And there was that the guy who says um, I'd buy that for a dollar, right? And what yeah, which is a TV show which everyone's watching. All the other when it cuts to like any other character, they they always seem to be watching that TV show. Ah, really? God, you remember quite a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I liked it. I I remember really, really, really liking RoboCop. Do you think you see? Did you have you seen it a few times? Do you think I watched it? I've watched it a few times. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I haven't. Oh, crikey! When's the last time I watched it? I actually can't. I actually can't remember the last time I watched it. I mean, a lot of the time, films from back then, sort of eighties stuff, because my other half didn't have a television and didn't grow up with this sort of thing. I introduced her to a lot of these sort of films. Ah, okay. and they were like, oh wow, you must watch this. You must watch you know Star Wars or whatever, you know. But because she's not into, you know, she well, I'm fairly sure she won't like the violence 
in it. It won't be her sort of thing. This isn't one that I'll have re-watched because there's no point sitting there on my own particularly watching it. I'd right. rather share it with somebody. So I can guarantee it's one I've not watched for at least 20 plus years. Wow. So it's yeah. probably the 90s, the last time that I saw it. And I, I remember, I say really, really liking it. I remember being disappointed with the second one, which was just, it, it, it was more of an action thing. And it was it was about drugs, wasn't it? I forget what they call it. They had a sort of name for it. Do you remember the second one? I can't remember if I've even seen the second one. Yeah, it was sort of centred around Nuke. I think it's called Nuke or something. It's drug. Okay. There, everyone. So it was a very sort of anti-drugs thing. So it sort of, I don't know, it didn't It didn't have that same bleak, uh, futuristic-y dystopian thing. Well, which the sort of Paul Verhoeven is Paul Verhoeven, isn't it? I think the yeah. guy who did this, who obviously did, um, oh, what's that other one? Uh, with all the uh, uh, fighting the aliens, oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> fighting the oh, and the Starship Trooper. Yeah, which again is is that that sort of weird uh, sort of future, as you say, sort of. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it will be interesting to see if we can spot this sort of stuff, or if that, or if that was just kind of like people trying to be more clever than make it make it out to be more clever than it really was i mean if we watch it now are we going to see a, a standard violent action film or are we really going to see something that's predicted the future like i was saying living in the u.s uh, and when you do turn the ordinary tv on and you see all these adverts for crazy what well, you know for, the, for me <laughs> crazy things all the like, drugs and all the medicines and stuff which normally in europe you can't do um it does kind of remind me of of that kind of bleak world that was in robocop so we will um uh, it'll be interesting to watch and see that and at the yeah. time I mean, we've already mentioned i've already mentioned predator right but i'm um, looking here and it's like um, so it was up against um full metal jacket Beverly Hills Cop 2. Running Man. Was Running Man out then at the same time? Running Man, Predator. So Arnie had two in 1987. Well, I did read... Um, yeah, well, I saw a quick... Um, well, I had a quick look because there's there's the um, RoboDoc, the creation of RoboCop coming out, right? I, I don't, I don't mm. know if that's only coming out in the UK. I don't know if it's here in the US. Um when I was looking for that, I did see an article talking about how Sylvester Stallone almost was the principal actor in uh, in RoboCop. That he yeah. that he'd wanted to do it. Well, I could well imagine. Arnie, so Arnie was Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be RoboCop, but the it went uh, something like um, they tried thinking about a suit for him, and he was going to look too bulky, like the Michigan yeah. Man. And uh, yeah. and that was that's what stopped him from becoming Robocop, apparently. Yeah. Well, and he wouldn't have done a good job as I forget the lead actor's name, but um, he he was um, he. Oh, is it Peter Weller? Yes, it is Peter Weller. Yeah, yeah. Um, he 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 spent a long time eating baby food, perfecting eating baby food, and perfecting <laughs> the Robocop walk you know he was an actor who was capable of he doing couldn't even mask, move he couldn't even move work, in the suit um, 
Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> the, suit, the suit partly dictated the movements in, in documentary stuff I've seen in the past, but he did spend time perfecting the walk and working with it and was an actor who'd done physical acting, who'd done physical theatre-type acting and was capable of doing mask work. Give Arnie his due. I enjoy his film. He's not an actor of that sort. I don't. I don't think we'd have ended up with quite the uh, nuanced movements <laughs> that, uh, that that uh, that he managed to pull out of uh, of that costume. I don't know, but they've also remade um, Quantum Robocop. Leap, and they've remade. Ro- oh yeah, coming back to Robocop, they have made a. There was a new Robocop, was. right? Was it and I have not seen it or something. No, I've not seen it. So. When we do pause to watch it, how are yeah. you going to watch Robocop? Because well, I actually do have in my grubby little mitts um, the DVD special edition. Yeah, so that won't be quite like the one that we saw, probably. It's probably got bits, extra oh. bits and bobs. Well, it's certainly got extras on the DVD. You can watch a director's cut or the original theatrical version. Uh, well, I'm so going to dust off. I ought to watch the original theatrical version, seeing as that's <laughs> what we saw when we were little kids. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, I'm a documentary, a featurette, another featurette shooting it, making Robocop, TV commercial trailers, photo gallery, storyboard, commentary with Paul Verhoeven. Um, oh, and screenwriter Edward Numier and John Davison, the actual people who did the screenwriting. And a collectible booklet, which actually is in here. Oh, really? Yeah, the collectible booklet. Isn't that nice? I don't know what's collectible about it. It's a whole four pages of... <coughs> collection novels. Collection. Oh, it does point out that there was an animated TV series and a Marvel comic book series. That's what's really weird. What yeah, well, afterwards. Yeah, it, like was, it... it was like a kid's thing. It, we ended up with a cartoon. Your Saturday, your Saturday morning telly had Robocop cartoon on the back of an 18 well, film. And, and there was also, um, I just read also this morning, that there was a... Um, a board game which came with a, another VHS cassette with one of those board games where it tells you to like forward to a certain section on the tape and play and you get some sort of question or something like that. Oh, like and, atmosphere. Was yeah, atmosphere. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it was made for uh, also that was also um, a 12-year-old version. You know, so it was a we board must, game based. That. Sounds good. A board game based on an eighteen movie, but the game itself was just for twelve-year-olds. I mean, what? Everyone, everyone knew that we were all watching it, didn't they? They all knew it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, well, I mean, just... how many other? How many other? I suppose you'd have to sort of call it horror sci-fi action it'd be hard to generate put, put a genre on this. But how many other films? Uh, that were 18s back in 1987 ended up with a cartoon well i think that's about it i mean what else any other memories you can uh, you need to share with us before we go off and watch it 
Uh, other than that, it did spawn a lot of other stuff, a lot of computer games, which we've already covered one of them, didn't we? The Spectrum. Well, that was famous, a good one. The famous Spectrum game that remained number one for a million years. Um, but there was a lot of others and a lot of other films. There was, I think, three Robocop films in the end, weren't there? The original series. I remember the second one, the third one. Oh, there was certainly a game. Was there a third film? I think there was a third film because a Secret Santa, um, Secret Santa gave me the uh, a box set once, and I and I don't know where it is, but um, oh god, <laughs> you're a fucking nightmare, man! <laughs> you got all these collectibles. You oh, don't need that. <laughs> I I moved house too often. Oh, I'll rub it in. <laughs> I've moved house too often. Moved house too often. I can't be bothered to get a pool man in. I just move house. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, so, um, yeah, we were 14. We're now knocking on 50. You we'll have a, have a look at the film. <laughs> I'll I'm have to than you. get my hearing aid in. <laughs> yeah. Turn... To get my glasses on, get a nice cup of cocoa, get a blanket yeah. out, turn the gas fire up to 11. Popcorn. <sighs> Popcorn. Jiff under the sink. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> or is it Vim? Vim. How would, yeah, how would we have watched it back in the day? So that would have been on a brown sofa. Oh, uh, God, yeah. VHS cassette in. Yee. Remote, remote control, remote control with a cable, <laughs> with a cable connecting it to the VHS player. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, the luxury of being able to sit yeah. away from the machine. We didn't have that. I had to get on my hands and knees and press the button. <laughs> well, it would have been rewound, right? Because if you you couldn't return a cassette to the shop. If it wasn't rewound, would you get Be fined? Kind, rewind. Would you get? Uh, would you get fined? The woman at know. our shop made you go out the back, and she'd spank you. <laughs> 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 the amount of times I'd go back with videos that weren't rewound. <laughs> the tapes in. Get in the lounge. We're gonna watch it. Yeah, I seem to remember that cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Come yeah. on, we're ready. We're waiting for you. And it'd be That's on it. pause. It'd be going. <laughs> yeah. Never paused properly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are, folks. That's us. We've drivelled on far too long about this. We need to go and watch it now. So that's what we're going to do. If you'd like to pause the podcast or the YouTube video, if you're joining us on a YouTube channel, do go and watch Robocop and come back in a few seconds and see what we thought of it. Protect the upload the. Trust law. Trust. (laughs) (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar. And we're back. (laughs) Well, this is a first for us. We have literally just finished watching the film. Not only is this our first film review, in heavy inverted commas, this is also a break from our normal routine. We have literally just finished 
watching the film and we hit record straight away. So you're getting the fresh viewpoint. Yeah. Of two people yeah. in two different time zones. This is, it, it, the only thing that's linking us is A, we've watched Robocop and our missus is happened to be away. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're cousins. And we're cousins. Well, no, that, that, that everyone already us. knows that. <laughs> no, that's got nothing to do with the film. Though. Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're over there in America. We're able to watch it middle of the day. And I'm, yeah, I'm time. here recording it stupid o'clock at night having watched Robocop. Robocop. Uh, and before we get into it, wow, that was brilliant. <laughs> you didn't fall asleep I was so relieved producer John uh, said he was really worried about watching it he has has watched it as well he was worried about spoiling that uh, thing the very thing we were talking about in the first half of the podcast where we try and remember things right before re-experiencing them after well yeah in this case nearly 40 years I don't know whatever it is 30 something uh, yeah. yeah it lives up to my memories of it being as good, it was as good as I remember it being. It, it was really good. Did you like it? Yes, but it, it's nothing like the first time because there's no. I mean, it must have been it must have been a surprise, right? Everything must have been a real shock because it even starts off fairly, fairly kind of serious ish, kind of. And to, and you, I mean, there's no violence until well, no. There's a there's a little bit of toing and throwing in the police station, but it's not nothing radical until they get to the boardroom and they unveil uh, Ed 209 and he uh, accidentally, I mean, breaks his, his programming's wrong and ends up killing one of, the, one of the board members or one of the junior board members. I suppose we ought to um, point out anyone who is listening to this as a review, we are going to heavily spoil... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's uh, if you seen, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the first bit of extreme violence is is um, this guy in the boardroom is told to threaten Ed 209 with a gun. He does so, puts the gun down, so then Ed 209, this big robot, should not do anything, but then goes ahead and kills him very violently. And then you get that feeling like, oh, this film's a bit different because like half the boardroom didn't care. Um, so half of them were screaming and the other ones were like, this just happens, right? Yeah, that was the first extreme thing. Um, Who was that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in general, it was better than I thought it was going to be. And it, really? Yeah, it was still pretty good. I mean, I had to pay another $4 to watch it on streaming. Um, yeah. So uh, what with Blockbuster rental and... Uh, and like I say, I used to have it on DVD. So how many times have I paid for Robocop as well? Yeah, well, it's like, well you and me both. I mean, well, that, yeah. That, that's another big discussion about, you know, again, this, especially in, um, especially following kind of retro news and retro fans when people discuss about physical over digital and streaming and, and all that sort of stuff. This is a case in point. I've, I've owned Robocop before. I just kind of maybe gave it away or something i don't know well i was pretty horrified when i said to you, you know we, we tried to watch the same version because i mean obviously we wanted to sort of watch it at the same time finish watching it at the same time so we could jump on here and do the recording the dvd that i bought and i bought that for a dollar which i literally <laughs> did it was a quid in the charity shop but it was the special edition i think we mentioned it in the first part where it's got the original theatrical release what we presumably saw on VHS. I don't know, I guess it was, unless it was edited from the um, version in the theatre, I don't know. Um, but there's also a director's cut, which is slightly longer, so we tried to watch the same version. So we'd um, 
finish at the same time, which is another DVD yeah. I've got. Um, I'm <laughs> 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 sorry, Gafour, Gafour, not allowed to laugh. Um, <laughs> which <laughs> <laughs> is also an 18 um but yeah so I, but i was sent when i asked chris i said well you know oh you, you're renting it oh yeah four dollars well, so how much is it to buy and what was it i think it was 12 to 12 buy for so what 10 quid to actually buy I could, yeah i could have signed up to mgm plus on a subscription and that seemed to have it as part of its catalog but i was i i was a bit you know, I'm a bit full out on um, subscriptions. I was just, oh, I'll just rent it. Well, so yeah. I just rent it on, on Prime Video. But well, yeah, I'm I mean... Surprised. I mean, both of us have got, what, a bit, a, at least three streaming services between us. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't on any of them for free. No, no, no. So there you go. Physi- keep your physical copies. But, but yeah, but there, yeah, you are. Don't but, throw what, them out when I, you move. I, I found two in the charity shops of the special editions with all the extras... DVD your commentaries, making of, featurettes, all that sort of stuff. I've found two copies of it. One I've sent to producer John and one I've got. So I've spent a grand total of about two quid. And yeah. I get to keep the film and watch it whenever I want. All the times you want to. I'll watch it again. Now. Watch it again. <laughs> on, don't go to sleep. Just stay up <laughs> and watch it again. But Should we good, go? Go on. Yeah, well, no, go on. I was oh. just going to say that is a good gauge of how good the film was. I didn't reach for my phone. I didn't start, yeah. you know, checking Facebook or which you quite often do sat at home watching a film. Maybe in the cinema you don't, but yeah. at home, you know, you get distracted or I don't know, go and get another drink or whatever. I sat and watched it. And but yeah. let's face it, it's an eighties film. It was one hour thirty six or something. Yeah, you know, gosh, that was good, it, it? it was over so quickly. It, it, it was, it was, it was quicker than I th- yeah yeah I, I mean I knew how long it was going to last because we could see when we started but it did yeah. feel quick so that was you're, you're right we weren't I wasn't like sat there bored no um but it is a bit of a refreshing thing to watch a film that's not two and a half hours now mm. um so that was good um so yeah the best bit was it was very short <laughs> join us next time when we watch the never-ending story <laughs> um should we go? I mean, do you want to go? Do you want to go like bit by bit through it, or just yeah, general well, kind well, of? Um, you, you've taken some notes, haven't you? I took some. I took all, some I, notes. all I did is write down the various quotable lines. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember five minutes. Five minutes ago, I had to. <laughs> I had to note it down. Um, so, I mean, actually, generally, I thought the whole kind of um, the TV snippets, the ads, I mean, there's one quite close to the beginning and there's probably less prominence or less importance than I thought they did, which also makes me think in general, like when we watched this when we were 14, Mm. I'm sure we only saw it as an action film. And And when I watched it now... For all the talk, I think on the internet, you know, if you read articles, it's like, oh, you know, this clever kind of like, it's a, you know, a, um, an opinion about the, uh, the advertising and the modern world and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It was still an action film, right? I mean, those those snippets in between, which kind of built that bigger picture of the, oh, it's all about cor- corruption and it's all about this. 
you know, the dark future and advertising everywhere and all this well, sort of big, stuff. Big business running the police. Yeah, well, ex- yes, exactly. Um, and and they had, um, you know, so but that was those are all kind of sh- explained in the snippets, the, re- the the advertising and stuff, and the, most of it was just the action, right? I mean, I wonder if if at the time. Because I think in the UK, you don't think about, um, I mean, the police being private. So the police aren't private, but you've got private prisons here in the US. So that was kind of one of the steps towards that, maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, um, the actual prisons are big, big business, right, here. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the, um, the first ad was the kind of pick your own heart and, it, and they and they said Yamaha. I can't remember the different brands, but there were two oh, two different Honda brands. Like, Yamaha, choose Honda and Yamaha. Yeah. Choose your own. Yeah. Um, and um, we care. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like, oh, you can get you can get tax credits. <laughs> it was like, mm, tax credits. Um, there's always a lot of talk about tax here in the US as well because people like donate money and then they use that as like tax write offs or whatever. Yeah. And I just like kind of sort of stuff where, you know, I've never heard so many people talk about tax, the, the way it works. Uh, so that's kind of like, you know, a US thing. And yeah, it was interesting, those kind of brands, right, for the hearts. Yeah, I think there was yeah. a brand, I think there was a brand later because later they, 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 there's a bad guy who's got the mayor prisoner or something and he's uh, negotiating with the policeman outside. He goes, oh, get me a big car. And he wants the 6,000 SUX. Yeah, I want one. I want one after watching the film. The adverts work, man. (laughs) 6,000 SUX. It's like, when you hear it, okay, the SUX. But then later in the film, there's an advert for it, and it comes up on the screen, 6,000 SUX. It's the 6,000 sucks. It's like, ah, okay, I'll get that joke now. (laughs) And they... um, but he goes something like the policeman goes, yeah, yeah, because he goes, I want a fast car. And he goes, oh, how about the 6,000 SUX? Oh, yeah, great, great. Does that have cruise control? Yeah, yeah, we'll throw that in or whatever. And he goes, yeah. um, he goes, we'll even throw in a blowpunt, so, I think. <laughs> so he's refer- referring to a stereo system yeah. that were all the rage for the cars, right? I mean, you used yeah. to get an upgrade your stereo in cut. No, no, I don't suppose many people upgrade their stereos in cars now. You buy that one and they're kind of like that, built in. It's all sort <laughs> yeah. of in, it's all integrated. Yeah. Um, so I think that was like a, a you know throwing out that term. So it's funny how, how those things age, right? You know, oh your Yamaha heart and your blow pumped um, yeah. system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I thought that was funny. Um, so it did, yeah, I, it did it did start off quite quickly it showed that this is a bleak world it, yeah. there was no messing about it, it's it, the, i mean that's paul verhoven's thing which which you know echoes in the rest of the films that he's done you immediately bang this is a, this is a terrible world and you don't you, i mean this is something i didn't get the first time i watched it when i was a kid and it's only really revealed later on but that first scene i mean here in the the booklet that comes with the DVD. It's got the tracks, the tracks or chapters as they call it. Well, the chapter one, well, obviously main title chapter two is new guy. Well, that's right. Murphy turning yeah. up. Now he's obviously been transferred and the, and the captain, uh, I can't think of the, the captain guy behind the county is, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a nice County. You know, you've been transferred from a nice place, but of course you realize later on, that the whole RoboCop program, he admits it. Right, we we we've we've selected certain people 
and put them in areas so that they die. Right. You know, yeah. we are we are going to get our brain and you know backbone to be able to put into the into the robot shell, um, yeah. but by selecting you know good cops. Yeah, you know, well trained, yeah. well bred, perhaps better educated. You know, moving them from a different area to a terrible area, so that there's a more chance of them getting killed. So they can be. I mean, that, <laughs> I, I didn't see that at all. As a kid, yeah, no, no. You know, yeah, I wouldn't have that. No, no. And at the time, I what also it's, it's interesting. Like the the context of watching it now. And and you they're they're there they're in the changing room as well right the police getting ready they're putting their body armor on or taking men and women together men and women together in the same changing room yeah yeah yeah. and and they are not ultra muscular right no one looks like in shape I mean if you watch a film now everyone's going to be got their six pack you know it doesn't matter if they're a B character uh, um, you know just a um, uh, what are they called? <laughs> an, an actor who's not really an actor. Someone's just filling up space in the background. Oh, supporting. An artist. extra. An extra. Oh, supporting S- artist. Supporting artist. Supporting like artist. Sport, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, supporting artist. Even the sport, uh, supporting artists, um, you know, are all muscle bound, right? Like Matt, but now our mate, our hero, it's just like this, like, kind of. Normal well, looking he's bloke. Yeah, he's the nice, he's the nice clean cut guy, guy from a different area. Well, he's so clean cut, looks like he's got makeup on. Yeah, he's yeah. like kind of got blush on, on his lips yeah. are so. I mean, it's, it's funny you mention that. In the again, in the booklet that comes with it, there's a bit here from uh, the lady that plays uh, Lewis, 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 Lewis. Uh, Lewis, Lewis. the daughter of a uniformed sergeant from New York, Nancy Allen, that's the actress, uh, had the perfect experience uh, from which to eventually draw inspiration for her role as Robocop's tough crime-fighting partner. Lewis is quoted as saying, Dad definitely had a dark side to him. He was very wary of people, cynical, mistrustful. He was always quick to point out what a dangerous world it was out there. Um, Alan, who appeared in all three of the Robocop films, I didn't realise that, didn't grow up tough. Known for her roles as sexy, feminine characters, Alan had to work hard to transform into the tough-as-nails cop. I went to a police academy to learn martial arts, to shoot, and how to, arre- and how to do arrest procedures properly, she explained. Then I realised I had to walk differently, less, slinkly, less slinky, more from the stomach <laughs> than the hips. She continued, and I had to lower my voice so I wouldn't sound like the cutesy pie that I really am. Um, I mean, I, th- I think well, that, that says it all. So that you know, so casting wise, this is a woman who is known for doing pretty stuff, however you yeah. want to put it. But in that, it's just, it's just that's not what they wanted her to do in it. Yeah, well, apart from... They just wanted to be a female, tough female cop. cop. They didn't choose... She hasn't got long hair. And you never, ever get a leading lady, particularly in the 80s, maybe now, maybe the Marvel stuff or whatever you might get, or, you know. But back then, they'd have all had long hair, tall, which she's none of those things. Well, I mean, but even now, it's always... Even if they're you know, a gritty hero, there's still a sexualized sort of element to to most casting and most films, right? Whilst in this, 
she there was nothing there was no romance between her and and Murphy they were fr- well they hardly knew each other they so they could hardly even be fr- friends it was like the first day Murphy was there yeah. he gets mowed down right yeah. but she had a, she had a connection she was the one who recognized that it was actually Murphy beneath all the cybernetics yeah um but it, and there is uh, there are two scenes as a kind of um two men are, are, are attempting to rape someone which is um a nasty scene um then there's also the two um are they prostitutes two glamour two women with the with one of the one of the enemies with one of the the bad guys forgot his name now yeah Um, yeah. not dick but the one uh, one who was challenging dick um uh, dvd too But it, but, I mean, so it was. Um, so that's the only women, you know. But so, so Lewis, so Lewis is a, a strong, you know, character. Although, got to say, the whole thing could have been avoided. I mean, he could have, um, you know, he didn't need to become RoboCop because they're they're outside the where they're outside that you know shut down steel workplace factory whatever. Yeah. And um, so Murphy says. It's up to you, Lewis. Uh, are we going in? Because they, they just called for backup. They yeah, just called for backup. Right, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, backup. Yeah, yeah. So he sat there, sat in the car, and he goes, "It's up to you. Should we go in?" She goes, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> so the two, the two of them against, I don't know, oh, there's six enemies. Six, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, and then, um, yeah, and then Murphy gets absolutely destroyed. But it, it moves the story along, darling. It, it has well, yeah. to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, if that didn't happen, it wouldn't be much of a film. That'd I don't be know rubbish. if they called it Robocop. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be called Backup. <laughs> but maybe there is another film, a prequel, where there was another character, another person that they were following that they thought was going to die to become Robocop, but never did because he never went, you know, like, wow. you know, someone they, <laughs> someone they bookmarked, oh, this is a great candidate that becomes Robocop. And I then, think you've just worked out the plot for the next Monty Python yeah, film. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> spoof, spoof Robocop. Um, yeah, but did you know that they've got? Um, they've just put like a robot on patrol in New York, apparently. Have you seen that in the news? No. Yeah, yeah, there's actually a robot in New York patrolling the streets. Wow. Yeah, Are you sure so, this is one of those robots that just delivers stuff for Amazon? Uh, unveils K5 robot. God, they missed a trick there. They might as well gone straight for the Doctor Who thing. Right? Well, they might as well have done. K5 is a robot that will patrol the Times Square subway station in the overnight hours. It's equipped with multiple cameras and two-way communication and intended to deter crime and to capture crimes in progress. And it is equipped with a panic button that riders can use to alert patrol officers. It's Go. a camera that moves <laughs> it's around. It's a camera on wheels. It's a camera with a button on it. Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> they throw him out of the truck. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw can him out of the fly, truck. Yeah, Bobby? Bobby. Yeah, yeah. You texted You sent me that message, and I just noted it down. Yeah, can you fly, Bobby? That was crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, Robocop gets tons of lines as well. Well, Dead or alive, to, you're coming with me. Yeah, I suppose there is a that character when the, the guy uh, he is taking a, when he's taking a leak 
and and uh, Lewis comes in and says, uh, "Put your hands up." Really <laughs> like us. Oh, do you mind if I pull my zipper up or whatever? And she yeah. like looks down. She yeah. looks down. It. I mean, that's it's a really terrible. good moment, though, isn't it? It's really well timed. They're both looking at each other's eyes, and he's yeah. thinking, "She's going to. She's going to." Yeah. I'm not. She's thinking I'm not. And then she fucking does. <laughs> she gets knocked out. <laughs> Another yeah, reason Robo. Murphy had to become Robocop because she wasn't available to help him because she got knocked out. Doobry. Yeah. Yeah. Her own fault. Yeah, well, you know, she's uh, <laughs> sexist, sexist writers, I guess. I mean, one of the notes I've made here on that was we've got to the bit now where we're about to see... Uh, what happens to Murphy is oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a brutal origin story. Brutal. If if you yeah. look at it as a it's a, it's basically a superhero movie on a certain level, the level we probably looked at when we were kids, it's a superhero story. RoboCop, which is as we mentioned in the first part of the thing of, of the podcast, it's a very superhero-y name, RoboCop. I think it's yeah. we were saying about perhaps it's why our parents let us watch it, blah blah blah, because it doesn't sound. If this had had a name that actually fitted the brutality of this film, the bleakness, the violence, the mm. you know, there's very little holds barred in it. The only what thing would you, you call it is sex. But it's about the only thing you don't see in it. Everything else yeah. is in it, you know, limbs drug taking, drugs. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Drugs um, and violence. It's pretty yeah. bad. But I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know. Perhaps we'll um, think of something and put it in the in, on the screen. <laughs> we'll think of, we'll think of some names later on. Alternate Robocop names. They're on the screen now. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's basically it's like I don't know, like um, Wolverine origin, or it's in fact it's very similar to that. It, it's a similar story, isn't it? You know, he he is a guy that has the adamantium adamantium uh, sort of bones put into yeah they replace his bones with a sort of that impenetrable unbreakable mm. metal and yeah. give him the spikes that come out of his hands which also robocop has got yeah yeah, yeah. i mean why did they ever yeah they had to make us had to be spiky to be able to access the data data yeah things, right the inputs I, it's so prescient the things in it and how, how the modern world is almost exactly everything they got right your USB port is, 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 is a spike, is it? Your yeah. USB port. Yeah, yeah. Have, you yeah. Not, have you not got the Robocop USB set? No, and the, the, the tracker, yeah. That was kind of like, that's okay when it's when it's that kind of like line, you know, it was a tracker and obviously they didn't, obviously it's out of date, but because it was just kind of like orange lines, I kind of let that, I accept that's a bit like in Star Wars, right? When they come up with all with that fake, yeah. fake stuff and that, you know, well, yeah. that's okay. What what has dated poorly, I suppose, are all the TVs, all the C, the CRT TVs that are around. Yeah, they're not flat panels. They didn't think anything about that. Um, and the cars, the cars yeah. are completely. I mean, the cop car that he uses. I mean, you never <laughs> obviously never see RoboCop get in. A car, yeah. right? But he probably can't even fit in it. No, <laughs> it's no, just no, he's got no, a totally ordinary car. No, <laughs> I don't. And, think then, and then, uh, they also included the silly like things, a bit like with the Daleks, or whatever. They can't go downstairs. Like the first time Robocop fights with Ed Two Hundred Nine, the Ed Two Hundred Nine falls down a, set, a flight of stairs. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what a design flaw. Oh, there's some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's handled really well. I mean, it's also so- partly some sort of 
comic relief in a way, isn't it? Because it, I mean, it, it, yeah. throws, it throws a tantrum, doesn't it? Ed to and I throws a tantrum later yeah, on. Yeah. Is it the second but time? I, you, you, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but I, and I like I like the stop motion animation. You yeah. said that you might have seen some mistakes with some of the stuff. I, that I say mistakes. No, I know it's not mistakes, but it, it's something that perhaps now would have been removed with CGI. Yeah. But that that scene where he is he's tried to arrest the second in command dick at uh, the ocp headquarters I and mean, it's there we revealed to us what the directive for is that he's you know he's not allowed to arrest anyone from the from ocp um but they uh, ed to and i actually shoots i don't know what are they sort of missile type things rather than just the guns he's actually shoots these missiles and you can mm. see the string <laughs> that the presumably it's a uh, firework attached to a string that's just aims towards <laughs> aims towards uh, <laughs> Mr. Weller in his suit as he tries to get around the corner to get away from but, the firework. But uh, but I think the suit worked still, right? Yeah, I don't, the ro- the, the yeah, actual I, Robocop suit. Yeah, no, it's yeah. brilliant. It's 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 flipping amazing. It's really good. I mean, I, again, this is out of the. Um, booklet that came with it uh john davison knew robocop suit would be the single most important element in making the cyborg believable for the audience and he's quoted as saying if he walks like c-3po or is a man in a rubber suit like howard the duck or swamp thing you've got a problem so there was no there was there was no chintzing on the suit it was the single most expensive item in the picture from an artistic point of view said director verhoeven robocop had to be a contradiction elegant powerful futuristic yet electronic human and real working to meet these specifications it took oscar winning creator designer rob bottin six months to sculpt robocop's costume but mm. Bottin had to worry more that it was just uh, just the look of the costume. Technically, it would also have to hold up through chases, explosions, gun battles, and stunts. And in order to keep it durable, Bottin found himself working with chemicals I'd never heard of before, some deadly. According to Peter Weller, the costume was, was immense, huge. It took me ten and a half hours to put it on the first time. Donning, I know. Donning, not an exaggeration. Donning, donning the suit was so confined with, excuse me, donning the suit was a confinement which drained him of two and a half pounds of water a day as temperatures within the suit rose to a stifling 115 degrees. Over the course of the film's sequels, though, the costume would become easier to handle and easier to wear. In the second film, we went completely with fiberglass, which allowed Weller greater mobility and saved a lot of time in wardrobe and makeup. Mm. Did you say? Did you say chintzing? There was chintzing. no chintzing. There was no. Yeah, quote would have said no chintzing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I did very much like the way. I mean, this is clearly very good acting. Uh, I liked the way that he'd move his head. What to one side and then move his torso afterwards. The yeah. kind of that robotic yeah. kind of swivel. I thought that was great. Well, I, that, he did a, there were two or three times where they they kept the camera on him doing it, and it was like, oh yeah, that that, that looks cool. He's doing that right. Well, I was just going to say there's another thing about that again in this booklet that that comes with the DVD. 
Um, they were saying it wasn't easy to find a, an actor willing to spend a couple of months inside a rubber suit in Dallas in the summer with five <laughs> square inches of his face showing. I mean, yeah, a talented guy with good body language. Enter Peter Weller, an actor who'd begun his career on Broadway and who would step, step up to the plate to play Robocop in the fir first two films of the trilogy, so he's not in the third one. Ah. Weller had his work cut out for him. After reading everything I could about robotics, he said, I spent four months with a professional mime developing a kind of motion which would both be graceful and mechanical. Using meditation, he learned to withstand the sense of suffocation he felt when thrust into a 25-pound casing. Weller certainly mastered the physical demands of the role, but more importantly, he was able to achieve a greater goal, to breathe through the robot, to give the contraption a soul. Four there was a lot of work went into Robocop. A lot of work. Well, that's right, with any content... There's always a lot of work, isn't there? Imagine. I mean, you just think about it. This is a low-budget film with a director who's only really cutting his teeth making this, and there are two principal actors. She spent months learning how to be a policewoman, Lewis, and he spent four months being a mime just to get the motions of the character. Four months... Well, anyway, it was the result. You do it. I'll <laughs> uh, go. And then spend eighteen months making a film or whatever it was. When when Peter Cla when Peter Crouch did it, the robot, when he scored the goals for, a, he did the robot dance perfectly. And ironically, and he was being paid the amount it cost to make the film. <laughs> um, so I think they may have spent most of the budget on the uh, the special effects for when um, Emil gets smashed <laughs> into the toxic the toxic waste fat. Now that is, as a kid, I think that was the scene that all kids remembered. Oh yeah, I, I, could, I, I don't think I really remembered. There were two scenes I thought I can't remember this. I couldn't remember exactly how they killed. Uh, Murphy, but then when his hand got shot off, I think I, I remembered that, but I couldn't remember. Maybe I kind of closed my eyes. Maybe I didn't want to watch it when I was fourteen. I don't know, um, but I didn't remember that, and I didn't remember the bit where all the police try and mow him down as well, because the police had been told that they had to kill, they yeah. had to stop Robocop, and there was there was Lewis and a couple of others saying, "No, he's a cop. Don't kill him." And they go, "No, we've been told to kill him, or whatever, kill the product, or whatever they said." Um, but but the scene I think that we all talked about at school was Emil. Yeah. Uh, when he comes out of the toxic bath and his, and his face was all melted. And when he gets hit then by Clarence, who's driving the car, <laughs> and it's just like liquefied. It's, all of his, everything inside him has become liquefied. <laughs> it splash, splats and splashes across Fantastic. the windscreen. Yeah, that was the scene I reckon we all remembered. Totally. Yeah, totally. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think I think you're right. It's funny. It's funny you say about him being shot by all the policemen. Uh, had well, we obviously didn't remember it because we didn't mention it in the first part of the thing. But yeah. once once it was on, once I was watching it, it's like, oh yeah, this bit. You know, I I remembered it when I saw it, but no, I mm. I hadn't. I hadn't. I didn't know that bit was coming up. Whereas, as you say, 
the guy driving the van into the toxic waste thing and then him getting splattered on the, you know. There was plenty of parts where I thought, oh, it's this bit, oh, it's this bit. And I was sometimes saying the lines as they were saying them. You know, there right. were plenty, plenty of bits I knew what it was. But yes, you're quite right. That bit I had sort of forgotten about. I don't know why, but I certainly had. There was, yeah. there was the... Her, Lewis helping Murphy get his gun sights back together by shooting the baby food. There were right. sort of scenes, yeah. smaller sort of yeah. scenes like that, which I really remembered quite distinctly. I don't know why, because not a lot's happening in that scene. Well, yeah, but, but the, the whole baby, the whole baby food thing. I think we mentioned it in the um, when we the tried to remember the game as well. So <laughs> that was the baby food thing. That kind of did stick in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love that the guy tries it. He goes, "Oh, it tastes like <laughs> mm, it's quite nice." <laughs> well, so um, in general, would so you think you go and watch it again? I'd watch this again. Yeah, it's it's a film I would watch again. Yeah, would definitely. you buy it for a dollar? I have. Well, you already I've did. Boy, <laughs> So I, bought, twice I, rented this year. It, I rented it for four dollars. You bought it twice this year. I rented it for four dollars. <laughs> they should make a read. There's someone with some stats somewhere. Do the, do the charity shops send stats back into the, the, the distributors? <laughs> we just sold two Robocops. Could you make yeah. a make a sequel? Yeah, I expect the Blu ray well, good. One thing when I was looking for it was that there was a TV show which I can't remember seeing at all well, that's mentioned in the booklet here yeah so i do have access to the tv show on one of the streaming platforms yeah. and i don't know anything about that live action tv series in which five original costumes designed for and worn in the three movies were used an animated tv series marvel comic book series a theme park ride which was in mm-hmm. los angeles county fair in pomona uh, 1993, and obviously it mentions the arcade game, and there's a million other games which we've already got, gone over. If people want to watch our RoboCop games retrospective, um, I'll put the link below. And there's a new game coming as well. And the new game. So yeah, RoboCop yeah. lives on. It's an it is one of those enduring characters from the 80s, which still lives on, and and good on it. I I, I think is a good film. Yeah, it was better than I. Th- it was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Like I, like I said, about ten years ago or so, I did try and watch Rocky, and mm. I thought that was incredibly slow compared to my memories of Rocky. Rocky right. One. But this yeah. was good. This this was good. It flew by. It was yeah, uh, yeah good stuff. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, it's, it's, it's eleven it's out of ten. <laughs> Two, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up from you. Well, there you are, folks. Uh, you've heard it all right from the horse's mouth. Uh, it's a good film. Go and watch it. If you've never watched it, blimey, well, you wasted your life, really, because you've just heard all about it here now. It's kind of pointless you're watching it now. Uh, but it's still a good film. Um, and if you have watched it, what do you remember? Have you watched it recently? Like us, we watched it literally 20 minutes ago. So uh, pop down into the comments below. Let us know. We'd like to hear your thoughts about RoboCop. Um, do like, subscribe, and all those other groovy things. Uh, we've got a uh, what's that thing people can sign up to, and they get emails oh, annoying them every day in their spam. Uh, <laughs> a newsletter, but oh, that's it's, it. uh, 
very rarely sent, you know, when we release a new episode and things, any important, interesting information will be yeah, yeah. sent. We won't really spam you. No. <laughs> We've got nothing what? to spam you about. So do sign up to that. Uh, yeah, does I say do like and subscribe and do watch some of our other groovy stuff. There's lots of other things to keep you entertained in the wee hours. Uh, enjoy a can of baby food now and uh, we'll be able to look <laughs> off and uh, watch some of the other DVDs that I've got. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Chris. <laughs> Bye.